This is Tame Your Talent, and I am Brad Jay, your host of Tame Your Talent, the podcast and professional announcer for the past uh, 25 years. X Games, Olympics, yada, 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 you know the deal. Uh, if you've heard the podcast before, you know what I've done, okay? And if you want to find out more of what I've done, well, then Brad J-A-Y-M-C. There you go. You can uh, check me out on LinkedIn, and uh, as well, breaks down everything. I do a radio show in Santa Barbara, California. I do it Monday through Friday. And I do that uh, 7 p.m. till 12 a.m. Not tonight, being that it is, of course, uh, Christmas Eve tonight. So no radio show tonight and uh, no radio show tomorrow. So next time I'm back on the air in Santa Barbara will be Monday, 7 to midnight, West Coast time. And you can check that show out, ktyd.com. ktyd.com. That's it right there. Subscribe to my YouTube page because things are heating up, man. You don't want to be the one on your block that doesn't subscribe to Brad J's YouTube page. Actually, since I only have like maybe a hundred subscribers, there's a lot of people on the block that aren't subscribing. But here's the deal, man. I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass, right? That's my dad used to say. Uh, but if you want to go behind the scenes and check it out, you know, at the Olympics in Beijing, because it's going to be trippy. I have no idea what it's going to be like. I did find out that what hotel I'm staying in over there. Uh, I'm going to announce all of snowboarding, and I'll be doing it from a studio with monitors and the whole nine yards. I will not be at the venue, uh, actually at the venue, seeing it live. I will see it live on video, so that's how it's called. But uh, I will go to the venue and check it out. But behind the scenes, uh, follow me, YouTube, okay? Behind-the-scenes stuff. Actually, we're going to name the U.S. free ski team and the U.S. snowboard team uh, coming up not this weekend, but the weekend after. Wait, we, 7th or 8th of January, we're going to name the team out there at Mammoth Mountain. So does Sean White go to the Olympics? We'll find out all that's happening. Follow me on my social, Brad, J-A-Y-M-C, Brad, J-A-Y-M-C. And I got to tell you, yesterday's podcast... Took off. That's probably one of my biggest podcasts that got a lot of got a lot of love because I hate chocolate oranges. And if you if you know anything about them, it's a gift that people give around the holidays. It looks like an orange. It's wrapped in uh, orange foil, and it's a uh, little individual slices. And you kind of smack it on the counter, and it breaks those slices apart, and they look like oranges, but they're chocolate. And my whole thing is I don't like them because my parent, my not my parents, but my my family has been getting giving them to me every single year for almost like 10 years. Like every year, my stocking. Oh, yeah, there it is, that chocolate orange just sitting there. And it's the one chocolate that doesn't get eaten. Like it'll go like almost the whole season up in the cabinet. And no one's going to eat that chocolate because it's an orange chocolate. Nobody eats chocolate with fruit. And if you do, it's kind of weird, man. I mean, I know there's fancy restaurants that do desserts like that. I get it, but. I'm sorry. So yesterday's podcast, I think, had the most listened to's. And all I did was because I didn't like chocolate oranges. So I thought that's funny, man. Like, how is that like a popular podcast? And I feel like maybe that podcast was popular because people are home right now and they're on vacation and they got nothing to do. Is that your scenario? All right. Well, it is uh, kind of mine. So mid-morning here. Uh, Christmas Eve, California. I live right between Santa Barbara and Ventura. So if you're getting this and it gives you kind of where I'm at, town called La Conchita. We've been getting tons of rain. Like the last two, two days, 
straight up rain the whole entire time. The ocean looks chocolatey right now because I live right by the coast. So I can see the water and it looks pretty weak. So not going to go surfing. Wanted to surf on Christmas Day. That's kind of a tradition for me. Surf on Christmas Day. Surf on, on Thanksgiving. Surf on New Year's Day. But it uh, looks like that's not going to be possible. Don't like to go out there with the brown water and all the, the California runoff, right? But you would think that the runoff's not so bad since everyone's left California, right? <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. How's the news on that? You see the news on that? Like, everyone's leaving California. I get it. It's a messed up state of affairs, but how come the real estate's not going down, man, in all the coastal towns? If everyone's leaving, how come Orange County and Santa Barbara are just as expensive, if not more expensive, than they've ever been? When's that going to go down if everyone's leaving? So that's just crazy, right? All right. Christmas Eve, are you set? Have you done all your shopping? Are you those people who, those people, are you that person who goes out and shops on the last day? I don't understand that, man. I, I've done it before. Believe me. Believe you me. I've definitely done it. But I don't like it because it seems like that's the mess. And it seems like Amazon's made it way too freaking easy to order presents and have them deliver to the house and wrap them. I don't like the way that is. Something fishy about this, man. I'm not feeling good about it. But done for the shopping stuff. Like, I did, like I've always said, I just tell my wife to put my name on it. Okay? Just put both of our names on it. But my wife's always done the Santa presents. All right? You know the Santa presents, right? Well, the Santa presents have to be wrapped in a certain paper. Okay? And then if Santa's bringing these gifts... It has to be in Santa wrapping paper. If it's not in Santa wrapping paper, then it's not from Santa. And you can have presents from different people. That's okay, Christmas. But if it's from Santa, it's got to be correctly in Santa wrapping paper, according to my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all good until one day, like, you know, after Christmas, one of the kids snooping around, they notice and finds a roll of Santa paper. Mm-hmm. Kind of suspicious, isn't it? Uh, so so that's kind of it. So the family's coming over. Kids are older now. Uh, son, almost 18. Daughter's 19. And uh, uh, oldest one's going to be 22 soon. So they're going to come over for Christmas. And we're going to have a, a pretty good size. We're going to have dinner. Uh, in fact, my wife always believes in smorgasbord for Christmas Eve. So that's <laughs> always been something we've done. And I was telling us, like, I've never done, my family, we didn't do that smorgasbord thing. But I like it because, you know, you can make your own stuff. You have little mini sandwiches. You can do that stuff. So it's got to be the same. But here's the clincher. A tofurkey. Yes. Oh, I said it. Yeah, tofurkey. The wife wants me to cook up a tofurkey. Okay, before you laugh at me cooking up a tofurkey, let me just explain right now. I can make those things pretty freaking tasty. Okay. Like back in the day when my wife did not eat any meat, any seafood at all, that's what be our Thanksgiving would be a tofurkey. And the kids were so young, they didn't know. They thought that was normal Thanksgiving. And then as we got older, kids got older, I started making a turkey here and there, you know, because that's what we do. And so my wife wants me to cook a tofurkey for her. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a tofurkey, okay? And look, you can make these things good. You just got to... You got to baste them. You got to put a bunch of butter on them. You got to put some vegetables on the side. You got to work at it. But you can actually make a tofurkey taste good. Okay? Trust me. If you want the recipe, you'll just have to reach out to me on social media. Uh, 
direct message me at Brad J A Y MC, and I'll give you the recipe for my tofurkey. <laughs> I'll have a bite, but I'm cooking some meat, man. All right, today's show. Now that I'm going to get to it, uh, Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas, man. Right? I wanted to tell a story about when I put uh, Christmas lights up on Rob Lowe's house. You know Rob Lowe, the actor, famous actor, right? Lives in Santa Barbara or has. I think he's still living in Santa Barbara. But one year, I put the Christmas lights up on his house. And I did it in a very, like, not cool way, okay? This is not a cool story. This is not one of my proud moments. This is something that I kind of... I think I put it back in the memory banks where I just didn't even remember the story. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Like I was going, Brad, you got to have some Christmas stories that you can share on the podcast. And I started thinking, I'm trying to think of exciting ones. It's usually me just being a kook as a kid, you know, expecting the world and, you know, not getting enough in my eyes. So I'm better than that now. But my ex was the nanny for Rob Lowe. So Rob Lowe had a little baby at the time, him and his wife, and they lived in Montecito, which is right just outside of Santa Barbara. And she was working for him. And uh, he was out of town and his wife needed Christmas lights put up. You know, the lights around the house in Montecito. And, you know, I was well, I was a wait- I was a waiter at the time, so I was waiting tables. I wasn't a professional announcer like I am today. So that was my job, right? And so I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do it. I can put some lights up for you. And she's like, great. Well, I, I go and walk, look around the ranch house. It's like a ranch house in Montecito, a bunch of oak trees all over the place. And there's no like hooks or anything on the windows or anything like that. So I'm looking like, well, she wants like the windows traced, the door traced. She wants this whole full light show basically on everything. And I'm like, well, geez, that's, that's a lot of work. I don't even know how to do that. And I wasn't, I wasn't super mechanically inclined to be able to do something like that. So what did I do? <laughs> I went and got a staple gun. <laughs> I still look back at this. And I wish I could have been there for the removal. But I went and got a staple gun and probably, I don't know how many strands of light, maybe 20 different, twenty strands of light. And then I put up all the lights, just like on Christmas Vacation where Chevy Chase is putting them up with a staple gun. And that's where I learned it. I'd watched Christmas Vacation, so I thought, how do you put up Christmas lights with a staple gun? Well, not if you're going to reuse the lights. If you're going to put up a staple gun, you're going to pretty much destroy the lights, put all kinds of little holes in, in your house. It's, it's the way not to do it. The, probably the best way to do it is to put hooks up and then put the lights in the hooks and you can take them down, right? That's probably the... The, the proper way to do it. Well, all Brad Jay had a good idea. Staple gun, that'll work. And so I got the ladder. I bought the strands of lights, got reimbursed for it. And Rob Lowe's house, I put up his Christmas lights for one year. Yep. And that would have been 19, I'm thinking 1992, 93 would have been the year that I did that. And I stapled them up all the way over the entire house. It looked absolutely amazing the way I did it. But, you know that whoever had to remove those things, and I'm sure it wasn't Rob Lowe removing his the staples from there, because I'm sure you're, I was getting cussed out. You know I was. Like, there was no way that I was not getting cussed out for whoever had to remove those. That was a bad, that was not good. That was definitely something I probably shouldn't have done. And 
the whole time I was stapling them, I'm just giggling and I'm laughing that I'm doing it this way. I don't think I would do that nowadays. I think I'm a better person, but yeah, back then I thought it was funny as crap to be able to do that to someone. Like, I don't know. And then, and then, so this is even funnier. This is even funnier. I met uh, my, my wife at that time, my ex, she was working for Rob Lowe. And she, after that was time was, she was done working for Rob. She went and uh, started working for the dude. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, right? The dude. Think about it. Jeff Bridges, the dude, right? So she starts working. Jeff Bridges lives in Santa Barbara. His family's his family's there. They go to school there as kids and stuff like that. So I ended up meeting Jeff Bridges, the actual dude, the actor, when she took on that job. She went from Rob Lowe to Jeff Bridges. And when she was working for Jeff Bridges, it was, I think, a Christmas Eve, probably 93 now, probably the next year after and I'm at uh, Jeff Bridges' house, and Jeff Bridges had lived in the house that Kenny Loggins, the musician, used to own. So kind of a cool little story there. Jeff bought the house from them, and I'm there like two days before Christmas or Christmas Eve, and his wife needs something moved, like this big cabinet, like dresser drawers, and I'm just kind of an attitude, and I'm just like, yeah, no, no, I can do that. Probably better to hire someone to do that so i wasn't gonna do that moving downstairs but jeff said hey i want you to check out my surfboard because he knew jeff had known that i was a surfer so he took me to his garage and there he had i think it was a, a brand new becker longboard i think maybe a nine footer and it was in perfect condition custom made probably two or three thousand dollar board just that alone all made for jeff and like custom for him and he showed that to me and it never that thing had never seen water and i'm like jeff we got to go surf together well that never happened but uh i remember being over there on that time and, and seeing that and and to wrap things up for my last little christmas story that i want to share with you is as a kid another brad the brat moment i would always always when i was done opening presents and all my presents had been opened and everything was done i would always say is that it is that all that's all the presents <laughs> and you know that probably drove my parents absolutely wild may they rest in peace that i did that little shithead move like that to do that so I apologize to the heavens above my parents for saying, is that, is that all my kids don't do that? And they never have done that. So maybe I taught them better than, than I was raised. I don't know. I was an idiot. So there you go. All right. That's going to do it. Very Merry Christmas to all of you from uh, my family to yours, man. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. I'm having a good time actually just spewing stuff and talking about announcer stories and whatnot. Don't forget that I'm going to be uh, unleashing my announcer school on January 1st. Right around there, January 2nd, you know, maybe I'll take a day or two uh, for that to happen. But I'm going to put that out there, and that's going to be available. I've, I've been working on this and filming videos and stuff for, what, seven, seven years I've been creating this course. And I'm finally going to put it out there for the public. You can follow me, social media, Brad J-A-Y-M-C, on all fronts right there. But make sure subscribe to my YouTube page, Tame Your Talent. And uh, thanks for uh, being part of the Tame Your Talent community and listening to the podcast. I appreciate it, man. I'm back on the radio in Santa Barbara on Monday night, 7 to midnight on KTYD, KTYD.com. That's Cali time on the West Coast, 7 p.m. till midnight, Monday through Friday, back on there. So if you like classic rock, 
dude, I deliver. So make sure you tune in on that. Like I said, Brad J, A-Y-M-C, social media. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tame Your Talent. I'm Brad J. See ya.